0: And it is with great pleasure that I welcome an old friend and uh, somebody who never, ever turns us down. Um, first of all, he'll never turn us down in general, but when we come to New Jersey, he's enthusiastically ready to join us here on the air at JM&AM. And that's, of course, Rabbi Chaim Hagler, who is the uh, head of school. Is that the proper uh, title? That is. Head of school, Yeshivat Noam. Uh, which we remember from the very first day of its existence, and now it is, my gosh, how old? How old is Yeshivat Noam? Uh, we just started our 19th year. 19 years old. You're, you're almost past your teenage years. <laughs> That's it. That is it huh? all, all, those, all those teenage growing pains are almost all behind you at Yeshivat Noam. Anyway, it's a pleasure to have you here, and look at the favor we did for you. We always inconvenience you to join us, whether by phone or in person, in some location. Here we came to Teaneck, New Jersey, to practically your own backyard. But by the way, I I, I should be careful how I say this. This is not easy for you, because you'd rather be in school right now, because the beginning of the school day to you is very important, and you believe critical for a principal for a head of school. So, So you are, in a way going out of your way to be here so i thank you for that
1: no it is a pleasure it's always a pleasure to be here and we love the fact when you come to new jersey uh, it was great last year it was even more convenient last <laughs> yeah, year that was you convenient. came to yeshiva noam
0: one of our greatest shows and uh look you guys know how to host us and you have an energy in that building that i think you've felt since day one but that is that is uh I, I believe unmatched anywhere else there's just a spirit there Uh, Among your teachers and among the students, that's just very welcoming. It's a really hospitable environment. We felt it there, and it was like I say, one of our best school visits ever. And uh, that was a that was a significant day, right? Big anniversary celebration.
1: Yes, our 18th anniversary. 18th anniversary.
0: And I would hope that this school year also.
1: That was close to the beginning of the school year. I hope this school year also has gotten off to a good start. School year has gotten off to a wonderful start. Specifically, that energy that you talked about, that in the building is 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 there. Um, happy students, um, teachers that are excited. It's just been a wonderful, wonderful beginning of the year. You know, we used to joke, and I'm sure you'll chuckle at this
0: one, in our camp days how the first day of camp people would just acclimate like, like they never left. You probably have the same thing, where people show up for the new school year and it doesn't really feel like
1: the first day of school. It just feels like this is where you need to be and where you're supposed to be and like we never left. At, at around an hour and a half, around 10 o'clock every morning on the first day of school, I go class to class. I go into every single classroom, and it's hard to tell that it's the first day of school. Right. It's incredible. Um, children are very really comfortable. Teachers have great welcoming activities to do to, to make sure that everybody gets to know each other, to welcome in the new students, and it's like we're right in the middle of the year. It's interesting, and then they hit the, uh,
0: they hit the fields and the courts, uh, you know, for recess, and everyone's already, you know, into things and acclimated and ready to roll, and then, of course, everyone knows uh, where to go to for lunch and how <laughs> to handle the rest of the day. It's like they never left, Baruch Hashem. And Yeshivat Noam already is uh, in, in its latest or
1: newest building for how long? How long has it been there? We are on this campus for about 12 or 13 years. In so um, the, the full, fully built campus with both buildings, so people are really used to it at
0: this point. Yeah, and it is one beautiful campus. Rabbi Chaim Hagler is here, is speaking about the Yeshiva at Noam. Um, it's no secret that there are challenges in the world of Jewish education. It is a very interesting era, to say the least. And uh, <laughs> and and I'm not even talking about you know the, the, the different things that we hear about in the news and things like that. Some of those are really serious. But just the basic education of a student competing with the iPhone. And in our community, frankly, the iPhone and technology is is front and center, You know, ba- basically at this point, uh, even among some of the younger students, I would bet at this point. And you're competing with the technology and with the iPhone and trying to stay one step ahead and encouraging your teachers to be as up-to-date as possible, when sometimes that's almost impossible to do. Does it sometimes feel like you're... You know, fighting a battle that
1: that sometimes feels like it's getting away from you? Yes and no. Um, on the one hand, technology can be used as a tool for education, and we stress that it's a tool, just like when we gave the teachers years ago a chalkboard and then a whiteboard. Technology is another wonderful tool, if used correctly, for teachers to enhance the education of students. and It means a lot of research that we do, having people dedicated to looking into different um, um, apps and different programs, um, teacher training, professional development is a, is a big part of it. So on the one hand, it's very exciting to be able to reach more students, more of the time to differentiate more and to use the power of technology for that. On the other hand, you're correct. Um, it has a lot of um, negative Impacts on children, children that are online all night, that are on social media, that aren't sleeping properly, that aren't eating properly, that are having um, inappropriate social interactions um, because of the constant exposure to the social media. Um, the community got together, myself and five other principals in Bergen County got How together over this summer. Yeah. Over this summer, we got together and we issued a statement with guidelines on appropriate device usage outside of school in the home that we sent out to the entire community. Um, and it's been incredibly well received by the community. A lot of the Robunum and the shawls have spoken about it in support of it. Robunum and other shoals outside of this community have spoken about the initiative that the six heads of schools took over this past summer. You need the parents to buy into that for it to work, right? The response from the parents has been unbelievable. They've turned to us and said, this is what we've been looking for. We've been looking for this guidance from the community leaders. They understood they couldn't do it on their own. You can tell your child to wait to get an iPhone, to get a smartphone, but if every other child has it, right. they're left out socially. Right. So we've set a minimum, and we use the word minimum, age of sixth grade. Um, and certainly parents should consider going way beyond sixth grade before giving their child a smartphone. And that was just one of the guidelines that we set. We've talked about not allowing children to have their devices in their rooms, certainly not at night, not to charge in their rooms at night. You know how many children go to sleep and are listening for that ping, and then will get up at 2, 3 in the morning to respond to a WhatsApp, and they're not sleeping properly. Um, so we've spoken to the parents about removing that from their, from their bedrooms at night. And, of course, we've spoken to parents about modeling that we need to model for our children how we use technology when we shut it down. We're sitting down at the dinner table. Our technology needs to be turned off so that we can focus on, on our children. So it's an initiative that we launched on the first uh, week of school, and it's something that we're gonna be continuing throughout the course of this year as a group, all six schools together. Sometimes it's frustrating
0: when a, uh, I don't know, sixth, seventh grader does not have a device that has WhatsApp, and there are WhatsApp groups of their friends. And that could be a very challenging situation because they want to be included but you know their parents are encouraging them not to get a phone yet so now what does a parent do you know do they cave in if you call it that because you want your child to be included and to feel like they're included or do you wait it out and you know see what happens these, these very and that's a small little detail in this whole picture uh, of, of what you're describing also you don't want do you fear do you fear that your teachers or Let's say an individual teacher may not be as proficient when it comes to technology as the kids are. When, when, when a child is in the is in the classroom, and a teacher gets confused about something that's going on, and they step in and say, "No, no, no! If, it, if this is how this is how the app works, or this is how you reach the menu, or this is does that is that." Is something that that makes your stomach turn, or you could tolerate that?
1: No, we could definitely tolerate (laughs) it because um, it's normal. Um, We didn't grow up with the technology. They're growing up with this technology. But we do so much professional development, so much training, that by the time we bring an app or a program into the classroom, the teachers are... They know it well. Know it well. They're very fluent with it and um, very comfortable using it. So we want to make sure that they're comfortable using it. We want to make sure that the tech support is there for them so that it, there are no glitches along the way. Is there
0: ever a time when, uh, unfortunately, a teacher just can't grasp it, that with all the training, it's just, you know, it's because I, I ask this because I have listeners who are frustrated by the fact that we're a digital network, and they, st- you know, and, they, and they tell us they just still can't get this and that. I mean, if you have enough training, it is doable, right? There's no such thing as, as, as having a, a wall or a block where you will never be able to, to hop it, so to speak. Correct.
1: And when you look at the teachers that we have, it's not every single teacher has a smartphone. That's So they're all good using point. technology. No matter how old or young they are, right? Correct. So all of our teachers are using technology in their personal lives. Right. So it's just an extension of that. What does the geography look like in Yeshivat Noam? You're attracting uh, youngsters from how many different neighborhoods in New Jersey? From several different neighborhoods all over Bergen County. Obviously, Teaneck is the largest, Bergenfield, New Milford, um, various sides of Teaneck we're growing on, on all ends, uh, Englewood and Tenafly. Um, probably the area that we're growing the most in right now is in Fairlawn. Hmm. All right. I hear that they're booming over there. And we have a very exciting um, new program this year. We opened up a nursery school in Fairlawn. We merged with the Lea Nursery School of Shomri Torah, and it's now the Nitzanei Noam. Leah Sokoloff Nursery School, and we have 35 children there from uh, babies, three months through three years old, in our program in Fairlawn. And, the, and there is no program in Yeshivat Noam for that age correct, group. Correct, correct. So believe, that's we, in Fairlawn. We opened a similar program um, four years ago here in Tinek and B'nai Yashurum, which has been very, very successful. And it's has still been in existence. Full. And this year we opened up a second Nitzanei Noam program in Fairlawn.
0: Very smart, I'll tell you.
1: You're <laughs> you constantly are growing. Just when uh, people think you Noah know, may have hit its peak, all
0: of a sudden you think of something else to make sure that it expands. Uh, what kind of turnover in staff
1: have you had very, uh, this year? Very small turnover. Uh, majority of our staff members uh, have returned, thank God, which really is a very good thing for us.
0: Yeah, sure. I mean, what's better than the continuity and uh, having the consistency? Year to year, no question about that. And how does your 8th grade look this year? Are they uh, an active group? Are they, are they one of those, uh, I don't want to say rambunctious, but are they, are, are they one of those uh, groups with a personality, your 8th grade at Yeshiva Noah?
1: So far they've been a really wonderful 8th grade. They've set a nice tone in our middle school and have uh, enjoyed being the oldest students uh, just this short amount of time and uh, to have begun to take on those uh, small uh, leadership roles.
0: And for those who think I'm making all this up, you can attest to the fact that every eighth grade has its own distinct
1: personality, right? Everyone does. Everyone does, and it takes a few months for it to really gel right. and come together.
0: And it develops, and then of course May and June roll around, and everybody Hagler's upset that these kids are moving on ah, because you just you just started to really oh, get to sure. know them
1: in this in this wonderful fashion as they're making all these decisions for about what sure. to do with the rest of their lives. Eighth grade graduation <laughs> is a beautiful time, but a very hard time for us, right? And to <laughs> say goodbye to them, and then the new year begins, and you're like, "Where's everybody?" Where'd they go? Exactly. Where'd that group
0: go that we used to love to have fun with and all that stuff? Well, I guess that's the way life is. Uh, well, we wish you the best of luck for the uh, 5780 oh school year. It looks like it's off to a good start, by Baruch Hashem. And our best everybody, to Yeshivat Noam. 19 years already. I remember the very first day and how me. proud we are that we, that, look, I mean, that, that that you've done all of this uh, there is just so incredible and so amazing.
1: You, you are correct that you have been on board since, I'm going to say, before the first day. <laughs> right. We spoke right here on these airwaves in about Yeshiva Noam months before it opened to announce it and to broadcast it to the community. It's, uh,
0: it's been an amazing accomplishment. Look what it's done for so many thousands of families at this point. And you should be very prouder by Hagler. Thank you very much. A and Shana Tova to you. <laughs> shana and I hope we'll you. see each other again during this year. I certainly hope so. Bezrat Hashem, even when we don't come to visit you here in Teaneck, New Jersey. We're in our mobile studio at Sammy's. That's right, we're at Sammy's in Teaneck, New Jersey. You are invited to come by and say hi. And take some time like Rabbi Hagler did to come visit us. He's one of the busiest people in Jewish education, but he always finds time for us. And I appreciate that very, very much.